in this service I'm speaking on the seed factor in financial wellness the seed factor in financial wellness Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 while the earth remains seed time and harvest cold and heat winter and summer and day and night shall never cease Life operates on a law. The law of seed time and harvest. This is a law that guarantees peace. It is a law that releases goodness and mercy. It is a law that connects us to the source and moves God in our favor. Respect for the law of seed time and harvest is what guarantees comfortable living in life. The law of seed time and harvest. That is where it all begins. If you don't participate in seed time, forget about Enjoying harvest. God is saying here that only those who sow seeds shall have a harvest. Those who participate in seed time will participate in harvest. And you can't change this. Because it says seed time and harvest shall not cease. If you want a certain type of harvest, you need to sow a certain type of seeds. It says, this principle shall not cease. It says, cold and heat shall not cease. Winter and summer shall not cease. Day and night shall not cease. As long as day and night are exchanging positions. As long as cold and heat are still exchanging their seasons. Seed time and harvest will remain in force. That means seed time and harvest is not just an arrangement, it is a covenant. 
It is a covenant. That as long as planting time arrives. Harvest is next. Harvest is next. Harvest is next. Financial wellness is a harvest derived from certain seeds that must be sown into the ground of life. There is what man must do for God to act. God is not permitted to bring increase or harvest if man has not participated in planting. If there must be harvest, there must be seed sown. That is the law. That is the arrangement. And we are told in the word of God that the scriptures cannot be broken. Prayer or fasting cannot break this arrangement. If all you do is to pray and pray and pray and pray. And adding tears to your prayers. And you are never doing certain things that will give you money. Money will not come. The covenant of seed time and harvest must be exercised before financial wellness can be a reality. For you to become a heavyweight champion in anything, you need to engage in heavyweight exercise and practice. No one just emerges a champion. No one just emerges financially well. It takes responsibility. In sports, you don't just become a star with natural potentials. No, you have to be trained. You can't say, I was born a football star. There's no training, there's no exercise. <laughs> It doesn't work, sir. There are seeds that must be sown for financial wellness to become your reality. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Check in your Bible. There is a man called Jotam. This man Jotham became mighty because he prepared
declared his ways before the Lord his God. Second Chronicles 27 verse 6. Second Chronicles 27 verse 6. What am I showing you tonight? Greatness is prepared for. Nothing happens by chance. If you want financial greatness, you need to engage in financial preparations. There are preparations to engage. There is a way to exercise yourself. There is a way to act that will lead to financial wellness. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now check your Bible. It says in Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 12. Zechariah chapter 8 verse number 12. There's an assurance there for those that are sowing, for those that are planting. Say for those that are sowing or those that are planting, there is an assurance God is giving them. It says, the seed shall be prosperous. The seed, the seed shall be prosperous. And I'm telling you that there is no harvest without seed. It's a law of life. There is no distinction in passing without quality preparation for exams. If all you are doing is playing and playing while your friends are studying in preparation for exams, you are going to fail in grand style. God is saying, the seed shall be prosperous. So, anyone who wants to prosper in anything, must sow appropriate seeds. That will generate the prosperity that he or she desires. And when it comes to financial prosperity, come on, when it comes to financial prosperity, when it comes to financial prosperity, when it comes to financial prosperity there are seeds that must be sown for you to have a harvest of financial prosperity nothing just happens the seed shall be prosperous. The prosperity of man is rooted in their seeds. 
Seeds create space for abundance. No matter how small a seed may be, it carries the capacity to abound. We saw that in Matthew chapter 13. Verses 31 to 32. Talking about the mustard seed. That is the least of all the seeds. Talking about the mustard seed. It is the least of all the seeds. And yet when it is planted. When it is sown. When it is put into the ground. It becomes greater than the herbs and becomes a tree. So there is no small seed. Because every seed is a potential forest. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The seed of a mango tree. It doesn't have to be as big as the mango tree itself. Is it making sense? They say that dynamites come in small packs. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The future of everything is in his seed. The future of everything is in his seed. The future of now your financial wellness is in your seed. The Bible says Bible in New Living Translation, Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Verses 11 to 12. Verse number 11 12. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed bearing plant, and trees that grow seed bearing fruit. These seeds will then, hear this, produce. The kinds of plants and trees from which they come. My God. Verse 12. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed bearing plants and trees with seed bearing fruit. Their seeds, here it is, produced plants and trees of the same kind. The same kind. The same kind. Every seed produces after its kind. Is it making sense? Every seed produces after its kind. The Bible says their seeds produced plants of the same kind. Their seeds produced 
plants and trees of the same kind. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Amen. In John chapter 12, verse 24. Johanne chapter 12, verse number 24. Good news translation. Good news. John chapter 12, verse 24. Yeah. I am telling you the truth. A grain of wheat remains no more than a single grain unless it is dropped into the ground and dies. So if it does die, then it produces many grains. So you need to understand that inside the seed are many, many grains. Many, many grains. On Saturday morning, after the morning service, I went somewhere with my wife to sow a financial seed into the life of someone. 24 hours later, which is Sunday, I got exactly the same amount I planted on Saturday. In six zeros. And that is God saying, boy, I have sent back your money. Now wait for harvest. So I will not be surprised that within this week, there will be massive inflows of finances into my account, into my pocket, into into uh, into my phone because there is Airtel money there. There is there is there is Standard Bank there. There is the more uh, six two six. Yes yes yes. Kanda kwa county Airtel money Pamba. Yes. You can't miss it, sir. Simuka sepani na. You can't. Simuka sepani na. You can't. Sizo sateka. To lack seed is to lack abundance. To lack seed is to lack abundance. No one ever harvests without planting. The seed must be sown for increase to happen. The good news is every seed can be multiplied if subjected to the right conditions. Genesis 26 verse 4 King James Version. Genesis 26 verse number 4 Genesis 
26 and verse number 4. Genesis, James Version. Genesis 26 verse number 4. I will make thy seed to multiply. <laughs> I will cause your seed to multiply. So God carries capacity to multiply seeds. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as you still have seed, don't panic. As long as you still have something to sow. Don't panic. Because your seed is your future. To have seed is to have the future. Amen. Amen. Seed time and harvest is a covenant. And you know what God taught them? He said, if you cannot change my covenant of, of day and night, as long as there will be day and as long as there will be night, then my covenant cannot change. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. No matter how much you pray. That there should be no day. You, you, you are wasting your mouth because day will still come. Hmm? Joshua prayed to delay night, but eventually night still came. You remember that the day was extended. But there was no way night could not come. After that episode, everything came back to normal. So we still have 24 hours, 20, you have 12 hours of day. Or 12, now, night may be less, but night will still come. They may have less hours, but they will still come. It's a covenant. It's a covenant. Similarly, you cannot change the sowing and reaping seasons of life. You can't. If you don't like the harvest, change the seed your son. How much a farmer will harvest is determined at the planting time. If you sow on one acre of land, you have determined your harvest. You don't expect 5,000 bags from one acre. How many bags have you harvested? 
10,000 bags. From how many acres of land? One acre. There is no miracle like that if you believe in miracle. I know you believe in miracle. Planting on one acre is not the same as planting on ten acres. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I will multiply your seed. God spoke this with regard to Isaac's physical descendants, but I believe it also applies generally. I want you to see this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse chapter 6. Going down to verse number 11. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Have you seen that? What you sow determines what you reap. So, truthfully speaking, there are no surprises in life. Surprise. Because in life, you determine what you get. You determine what you get. If all you got was a certificate in accounting. And somebody has a master's degree in the the same accounting. You have determined your size. You have determined your size. Expect that you will not be treated the same way. Uh-uh. They will not treat you the same way. And if both of you got employed, you will not be remunerated the same way. Certificate in accounting cannot give you a certain level of salaries. Certificate as compared to master's degree in accounting. If there's company transport, they will, they will give the one with masters with company vehicle, maybe they will give you company motorbike. Or company bicycle. Uh, or company tricycle. <laughs> Amen. 
<laughs> he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Yes. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. It's all about seed. And here is the good news. Everyone has a seed. No one can say I don't have seed. Because everyone is seeded. Everyone is gifted with seed. Amen. Amen. Verse 10. Verse number 10. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Look at that. He says, May God multiply the seed you have sown. So that is the secret of increase. Sowing seeds. That's the secret of all increase. Sowing seed. He says when you sow your seed, God will multiply the seed you have sown. And then he is going to increase the fruits thereof. He is going to increase the fruits thereof. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. The question is, what seeds do you have? What seeds do you have? Seeds you must sow for you to have a harvest of financial abundance. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one. Your talents. Your abilities. Peter talks about such as I have, I give. Everyone must take inventory of the abilities he or she has. Take an inventory, find out, that is, do a study, an audit of what you have been gifted to do or to exercise in life. 
aliyesa zitenga tawi yozifufuza kodi maluso kapena mpasu za ntundu wanji zimenali nazo kuti akazigwirise chitu Proverbs 18 verse 16 Miambo 18 verse number 16 Proverbs 18 verse 16 Miambo 18 verse number 16 A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men Paso ya muntu ima mutegulira njira yomufikira pa maso pa kulakulu You have a gift Inyo mulinde paso that gift is supposed to make room for you yes it's supposed to make you financial room it is supposed to bring you financial abundance when you see the master of ceremonies at a wedding That is an example of someone who is making money using their gift. What is your gift? This gift may be your qualifications, educational qualifications, professional qualifications. This gift may be an inborn talent, something that you are naturally gifted to do. Singing is a gift. It may not be the gift of the Holy Spirit, but it is God's gift to you. Writing is a gift like I have been given a gift to write books. There are so many intelligent people that cannot write anything. But I can write a book in two days. Yeah. I can sit down if I have time to write a book. I wrote a book, Understanding Kingdom Giving. How many have read that book? Understanding Kingdom Giving. How many of you have read that book? Can I see your hands? Yes. That book, I wrote it almost like in 24 hours. Book, But when you read it, it makes a lot of sense. It's a gift. You don't say, I I look more intelligent than S. Albanda, so I can write more books. Go and write. Go and write. And after you have written, let's see how many people will buy your book. Apart from your wife and your children. Yes. Yes. My books are, are read everywhere. Yes. People are buying those books. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gift. And the books are blessing many people. But at the same time, the books are making money for the church because I don't get anything from the books. Yeah. 
and by writing those books I think I am one of the major financial contributors to this change by just writing those books without looking at other forms of giving without looking at other forms of giving yes yes because if we may take stock of the books that are in stock just those that have not been sold you discover that their value is over 60 million that that is my contribution if those books are sold that means the church will have 60 million how about the ones that have been sold since 2012 I'm exercising my gift I'm exercising my gift I'm using my gift yes somebody shout hallelujah hallelujah I said somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor for me, what is your gift? Some of you, you are very good at singing. Where is your music album? You are just good at singing other people's songs. You are just good at singing other people's songs. Where is your own? Where is your own song? Okay, maybe you may say, I'm not ready to produce an album. Where is your single? Your single. Where is your single? You are wasting that talent. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Some of you, you are very good at organizing. Organizing. Why don't you set up an events management business? Many people are busy. They want others to organize things for them. And it could be that fellow organizing other people's events. Hmm? Yeah, young people may say we have a wedding. This is our budget. The budget actually Organize it for us. What is your fee? Come on, what is your fee? Thirty percent of the budget. budget. Okay, so okay, put a markup there. How much is it? They give you their five million. Or eight million or ten million. Ten million, eight million. Yeah, because these days, if you want a proper wedding, it's ten million. Yeah, or fifteen. Fifteen million. Yes. So this guy will organize everything, snacks, everything, venue, everything. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, I've even forgotten what they call it. Honeymoon. 
Everything honeymoon. Cars. Yeah. At 30%. So from the budget of 10 million, he has how much? 3 million is his. The budget, yeah, 10, uh, 10 million and 3 million, yeah. Yes. Nicely done. The, uh, classic. Photographic. Classic. But you know, sometimes there are some Malawians who misbehave. People give him money like that. On the wedding day, he will disappear. <laughs> or he gets some substandard service providers. Who are these? These boys, where have you taken them from? Are they not going to steal from us here? Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Talents. Maluso. Abilities. Take it up. Now, look at Joseph. Joseph. Joseph did not begin with money. He began with seed. And his seed was dream interpretation. And one day, he interpreted the dream of the chief butler. Yes, the chief butler to Pharaoh. That is all he needed for his status to change. Because the chief butler became his referee. Yes. In the job world, we talk about referees. Please give us three traceable references. Traceable. If we can't trace, we also not track you. We, we, we need to trace, we need traceable referees people that we can contact so they can comment on you. The chief butler spoke to Pharaoh on behalf of Joseph. And Joseph became the most powerful man in Egypt. What must you do with your gift? Number one, develop your gift. Develop it. Don't just say that I am a talented singer. Go to a music school. So they can fine tune your talent. Is it making sense here? Raw talent is like raw material. It doesn't get much. Yes. yes. So develop your gift. Whatever it is. Develop it. Develop it. You see, these days you can even study online. 
You can attend music school online. If you don't have time to do a formal school, go on YouTube. Get videos there. There are music traders on YouTube. Train yourself by listening to those tutorials and lectures from the many videos that you may find on YouTube. Don't be a raw, gifted person. Raw. It's just raw. You are unprocessed. You know, when something is raw, it's unprocessed. Can you imagine you have sweet potato that you have just pulled from the ground? It may be big, but it's unprocessed. It still has a lot of soil around it. Come on, how can you eat? Even selling it is a problem. Because they may suspect you if you don't clean it up. They may suspect the buyers. The people you want to buy from you, they'll be saying, look, why is it like this? What have you, what have you put? Is this not like, uh, is it not, is it not juju? Yes, it's true. It's true. You have to process it. Hmm? You can sell it raw, but you can also roast it. And if you sell it roasted, it has a higher price. It's not like the one that is raw. Malawians and Malawians like it roasted. And I can see some faces that like Yeah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you develop your gift, the second thing to do is make use of it. Make use of your gift. Make use of it. Find avenues of exercising the gift. Invest your gift. After you have invested in it, now invest the gift itself. Hallelujah. Amen. Give yourself targets. That I'm not going to waste my ability to sing. No, I'm going to make use of it. And I will use it even to bless the nations as they also bless me with resources. Brothers and sisters in the worship team, the songs you sing, 
were composed and produced by human beings like you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Composed and produced. They, sometimes they, they say arranged. Yeah. The song has been composed and arranged so there is arrangement of the of the song itself arrangement but these are people who eat food like yourself you can also do the same and others in zambia who will be singing your songs say wow there is a powerful powerful music minister in Malawi. And they are talking about you. They are talking about you. Some of you are gifted in business. But we can't see what you are doing. You start this, you drop it. You start this one, you drop it. You start, you, you have now become brother drop. Just, you drop it, you drop it. You, 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 you don't know. It's, it's like we can't tell where you're going. We can't tell where you're going. It's because you are lacking patience. You think that if you start it today, by next week, it must work. It doesn't work that way, my friends. Hallelujah. Amen. A sister booked an appointment with me. So we met. And she was talking about her business. How that it was not working. And she was like expressing panic. I've invested a lot of money. I said, what kind of business? She said, a restaurant. A business, a restaurant. I said, have you advertised it? Have you done enough to advertise? She said, I have done everything. But it's not working. So somehow I said, When did you start the business? She said, Last week. <laughs> True story. I smiled. Last week. And you expect that within a week or so. So many customers tripping, tripping, tripping. Men of faith. You need to know that faith 
works together with patience. Faith without patience will turn you into a patient. Was Abraham a man of faith or not? Is he not called the father of all belief, of all who believe? And yet the Bible says that he endured patiently. Hebrews 6, 11 to 12. I, I bet Hebrews chapter 6. I bet chapter 6. Verses 11 to 12. And we desire that each of you show the same diligence to the assurance of hope until the end. Verse 12. Verse number 12. That you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Let's stop there for now. It says that faith must work together with what? Patience. Otherwise, your faith will not survive. Faith must work together with patience. You need more than faith to inherit the promises. You need patience also. And then he gives us an illustration in verse number 13. He says, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he saw by himself, verse 14, saying, Surely, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply you. Verse 15. And so, now hear this. After Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. It was not only faith that helped Abraham to inherit the promises. There was also patient endurance. Patient endurance. Is it making sense here? Number two seed. Number two. But before I move to number two, how many are saying, Pastor? I will do something with my gift. Yes. Some of you must start consultancy. Yes. Begin to consult at a fee, at a fee, at a fee. Yes. 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 Huh? Yeah, I look at so many faces here that can be consultants. Consultants. Tourism. Accounting. 
Human resource consultants. Yeah. 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 Even in the church, there are what we call church growth consultants. Yeah. In many parts of the world. In the churches. Are, so, you bring in a church growth consultant who is going to assess your church at a fee. And he will tell you, having assessed the church, to say, these are the reasons why this church is not grown. Do this, do this, do this. After that, he gives you an invoice. Yes. It gives you an invoice. You are going to pay 1.5 million. Yeah. Because he will give you real facts. He will just attend your service. And then you have a checklist of things. To say, okay, this one. You say, do you have this? No. Do you have this? No. Do you have this? No. This, uh, uh, this one? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So these are the reasons why the church is stagnated. Do this, do this, do this, do this. I'll come again after six months. Yeah. Then he pulls out an invoice. 1.5 million. 1.5 million. Which you don't have. Do you have 1.5? million. If you have it, share with me. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. Giving. That's number two seed we want to discuss. Number two. The seed called giving. So this can be the giving of money or the giving of material resources. It's an important seed of life. And that is the seed that Paul is talking about in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 to 11. Eleven. Eleven. Is it making sense? Amen. That is the seed he is talking about there. He's talking about the physical seed of money and other material resources. Amen. Amen. And continually the Christian must engage in several ways of giving. I said continually, the Christian must engage in several ways of giving. Number one, tithe. What you see in the scriptures is that every form of giving has got its own specific blessings it will attract. Yeah. 
Let's go to Malachi chapter 3. Ten to Malachi chapter 3, verses 8 to 12. Verse number 8 The Bible says, Bible kunena kuti. Will a man rob God yet you have robbed me but you say in what way have we robbed you in tithes and in offerings? Verse number nine. Verse number nine. He says, you are cursed with a curse for you have robbed me even this whole nation. So, we see there that tithe will exempt you from the curse. The tithe will exempt the tither from the curse. When they failed to give God tithes, they came under a curse. That means the moment you give your tithe or you pay your tithes, you are exempted from that curse. What kind of curse? The curse of financial hardships. You are exempted from that curse. Verse number 10. We see another blessing of the tithe in verse number 10 there. Verse number 10. It is what? It says, I will open for you the windows of heaven. He's talking about opportunities. Opportunities. Tithes secures financial opportunities for you. Employment opportunities. Business opportunities. We call them open windows. Open windows. Open windows. That means the tithe is a supernatural, mystical, paranormal key. It's a key. The tithe is a key. A key that opens doors of opportunities. Opportunities for business. Opportunities for people to give you things. Opportunities for supernatural discounts when you are buying things that you want to buy. When you tell people that I bought this house at so much, then Malawians will say, Yeah, what? Is it making sense? Keys. It's a key. It's a key. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. Can I have the verse, please? Chapter number three. The tithe 
will give you more than enough. The blessing of more than enough. The blessing of more than enough. He says, I will pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. So, that is the blessing of more than enough. That means the tithe is a gateway to surplus. It's a gateway to surplus. Surplus means you have enough that is more than what you need now. You have something to keep for tomorrow. You don't live what they call a hand to mouth life. You can live your life like that. A life of surplus. A life of extra. Hmm? Verse number 11. Let's run quickly. A tithe. Chakumi. Is for our preservation. Our preservation and the preservation of what we have, the preservation of our resources, investments, and what have you. So, in the tithe is our exemption. Exemption from devourers. Life is full of devourers. But they don't reach the tither. The devourers cannot reach the tither because the tither is protected by God himself. When you tithe, you are exempted from misinvestments. You are exempted from misinvestments. So don't listen to those who say the tithe is only for the Old Testament. It's not for us in the New Testament. Don't listen to them. Okay, let's agree for the Old Testament. So what? We will still practice it. Because we see that people who practiced it were the richest in their time. You New Testament believer who does not tithe. What do you have? What do you have? What's your bank balance? 
What's your bank balance? I would rather be I would rather belong to the Old Testament. I would rather belong to the Old Testament. Because Old Testament people look at Abraham. His friends were kings. When he wanted to chat, his friends were Abimelech. Pharaoh, you who are your friends? Look at Isaac. His friends were kings as well. Abimelech. Or Amek generals like Fiko. Yes. Fiko. 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 Yes. Fiko, my brother. You, are no, you must read your Bible. Fiko. Fiko. I'm a commander of the Philistine army. Was Fiko. In the reign of Abimelech. Is it making sense? My God. I'm dealing with ignorant people. May God deliver you from ignorance. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. If these people tithe and they were so rich, then I would rather be a tither. Because I can do more for God with more money that I have. Yes. Yes. I want to be on every radio station in the country. On every TV station. Yes. I was, I don't know, I came across certain statistics of um, the number of radio stations where Joyce Meyer's program is. Well over 100 radio stations. I wouldn't be surprised that it is 200. Yes. Radio stations around the world. So it's not like only on NBC. And Tim Venn. And Transworld. No. I. Three. Three. Tell your neighbor, three is not good enough. Amen. If you had money, hmm? you would have said, Pastor, I will put you on 10 radio stations from next week. But you can't say that because you have nothing. That is why this teaching, you must not miss it because it will help you to get to that level where you can say, Pastor, uh, where else are you constructing a church? I want to take it up. Me and my wife. Yes. When, when you have money, that's what you do. Yes. When you don't have money, you just clap hands. Okay, clap hands for Jesus. Yeah, that is all.
You see, this Jesus you are clapping for. Yes, You can also give to him. Yes. Yes. It's not just giving a clap. But also giving money. Resources. Houses, cars. Yes. But you can't give what you don't have. In the early church, they gave land. Why? Because they had it. They were landowners. Do you have land? Ask God, but do you have land? Some of you don't have land anywhere, not even in your home village. <laughs> no land. Ask your neighbor, you, do you have land? <laughs> you need to have land. If you have money, go buy land. No matter how far it is. Buy land. Buy land. Have land. And when you happen to have land. Don't sell it. Is it making sense? If somebody wants to rent it. Let him rent it. But don't sell it. Because where we are going, land will become gold. To be very expensive. So the land you are selling at 10 million now, in those days it will be 8 million. If you sell it, you have mortgaged your tomorrow. I for I will not sell my land. I will not sell my land. Yeah. But if you want to sell it, just approach me. I may buy it. I may buy it. I may. Yes, I may consider. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about tithe. Verse number 12. The Bible says, All nations will call you blessed. For you will be a delightful land. That is what you get when you tithe. God beautifies you. Yes. You become delightsome. Yes. Beautiful, attractive, good things are attracted to you. So you become an object of favor. You become an object of favor when you tithe. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are in business, your business as a legal personality must tithe. Yes. You pay tithe, your business must also be paying tithe. Like this church pays tithe. 
When we started to pay tithe, we our first amount was sixty thousand. I can't tell you how much it is now. Yes, tithe. Tithe that we give. Yeah. But we began, that one I can mention, we began with 60,000. But I will not tell you where we are. Yeah. Because I don't know who you are. Yes. I can't trust some of the faces I'm seeing here. <laughs> some. I can trust some. Others, other faces, no. Yeah. yeah. And I can't trust some of the people that are watching online. I don't know them. them. Yeah. And I don't know why they are watching. Do, do we know why you are watching? We don't know. You know, some people came to the meetings of Jesus not for the teaching, but to accuse him. To criticize. To criticize. What kind of teaching is this? But I can tell you that every month there is a big amount of tithe that we give. And as a pastor, I also pay my own tithe from my own money. Yes. And I can tell you it's also not a very small amount. Yeah. It's true. So don't think that we are not doing what we are teaching you. Yes. Amen. Amen. When people were taking portions of, okay, you remember when we, we were preparing for the dedication of this building? people were taking wings this wing, this portion yes, my wife and I we also took our own wing yes. we took our own wing yes so if God is blessing us don't suspect us we are telling you what we are doing we are telling you we are not hiding anything. I personally believe in giving. Giving is a major seed of life. It's a major, major seed. Giving. Kupereka. Giving. Kupereka. Giving. I'm receiving things almost every time because I give almost every time. If it is not money, clothes. If it's not clothes, shoes. If it's not shoes, watch. Can you watch? 
if it's, if it's not watched, then something will be on my phone. That's Airtel money. Yes. 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 Sometimes I just need to check my WhatsApp. And who knows, maybe after I'm done, it's off now. After my da- I'm done here, when I open WhatsApp, you may see. Yes, 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 yes. Good news. Yeah, to put a smile on my face. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Say it again. <laughs> But if you are a stingy believer, I can tell you the truth. You are in trouble. You will suffer. But you don't have to. No. You don't have to just make up your mind that as for me, I'll be a tither. Giving has not started unless you tithe first. Please understand that. Tithing is the beginning of giving. Before you talk of any other kind of giving. The first thing to do is to tithe. Which is giving 10% of your earnings. Yes. Give it. And then now you can now begin looking at other forms of giving. What are other forms of giving? Offerings. Offerings. And the rule about offering is that you must give according to the level of God's blessing in your life. That's the general rule when it comes to the giving of offerings. The tithe, the basic is 10%. But offerings are given according to the size of the blessing of God upon your life. That means you cannot just give anyhow. No. As you are about to give your offerings, you should be asking yourself, what is the level of God's blessing upon my life? What is the level of the blessing of God upon my life? And once it is defined, then that should also define 
the level at which you must give. Deuteronomy 16 verse 17. Each man must give as he is able. According to the blessing of the Lord your God. So, what that means is, there are certain amounts of offerings that I cannot give to God because of the level of his blessing upon my life. So you also determine your size, your level, and the kind of blessing that God has placed on you. You see, my king says, I said you should also determine, find out, establish what level of blessing am I at? Where am I? And is what I'm giving God as offerings really a reflection of the level of blessing upon my life? You'll find out that you are giving much less. It's true. Many people are poor givers of offerings. They are poor givers. Yes. Thank God for the tithe because it's like already determined the percentage. And if there were no ties, many churches would have been the poorest. Because if there were only offerings, like some people would want to make us believe that, you see, in the New Testament, it's just offerings. You, 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 yeah, you see, look, many of you so-called New Testament believers, your offerings are meager, 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 very small, meager, you know, the word meager, M-E-A-G-R-E, meager, minute, insignificant, insignificant. Yes. Is it making sense? Yeah. Very small. And if we can convert it to dollars, you will be shocked that it's only $15. It's true. It's pathetic. What we are doing in the church is pathetic. It's not a surprise that many are poor. And they may not get out of poverty with that kind of mindset. And if you want to be in ministry, 
karibu utumike and you tell yourself that as for me i'm not good at giving it's not our area ah, yes, please run away from ministry because ministry and giving must go together if you want to succeed in ministry yeah and the starting point is what tithe if you don't tithe don't be a pastor you will destroy people yeah. it's a rule in this church that every branch of the church must pay tithe and you can't be a pastor there and then your branch is not tithe. Then you are not part of this church. You are a killer of the people. Because any church that does not tithe is operating under closed heavens. Yes. Because the rule is, pay your tithe and I will open. You remember that? I will open the heavens. So you are not tithing. It means the heavens are what? Closed. You, I know you want to argue. Argue your own way. Argue. Yes, argue whichever way you want. Yeah. I know the consequences of not tithing. So no one can convince me otherwise about the issue of tithing. I know what it means not to tithe. Which is how many years ago? Uh, 21 years. 21 years ago. How old were you 21 years ago? 21 years ago. I somehow had problems tithing in 2000. I was already working, salaried. I was salaried. But I used to receive money like today, tomorrow I'm borrowing. Yes. And I was just about, actually, less than one year old in marriage. So you can imagine that this was a very new marriage but full of borrowing. Terrible. <laughs> uh, so somewhere in July of that year, I taught my newly wedded wife that from this month, I will start obeying God in tithe. Because I know this thing. 
I know tithing, I teach tithing, I must now start practicing. In serious and consistent terms. Whether we sleep on an empty stomach or not, we surrender ourselves to the King of Kings. Is that making sense? Amen. Yeah. And you know, something, something happened when I paid tithe that month. July, August, thereabouts. A certain lady contacted me. I think she used to work for the police or something like that. Yes. She came with a big envelope. Now, mind you, I was already called pastor. You see, poverty has no respect for title. You see, poverty will not be afraid of your title. If you don't follow the principles, you are in trouble. It doesn't matter who you are. This woman came with a thick envelope. I can't remember how much was there. I don't know if my wife remembers. It was quite an envelope. So she said, I've been praying and believing God for certain things. She never told me what she was believing God for. But I made a vow to God to say that if he does this for me, I'll give so much to one of your pastors or servants so God did what I asked him now I was asking and praying as to which pastor I should give them some money to I feel that you are the one I feel that it is you. So here is the money. I received it. I prayed for her. 2002. And when I went home, I told my wife, I said, my friend, this thing is working. This thing is working. From that time, things have changed from one glory to another glory. Amen. Amen. You see, one of the things that is lacking in the lives of so many of us is consistency. 
the principles you are hearing are what have changed people elsewhere but how through consistence tithing consistently for one year five years ten years twenty years thirty years of tithing giving offerings consistently just last Sunday was it last Sunday yes I was watching a certain servant of God ministering on YouTube after we left here because a preacher must also listen to other preachers is it making sense Amen. so that he said something that really challenged me. He said you must pay your tithe but your offerings come on, but your offerings should be more than your tithe. I said my God what a revelation that your tithe should not be more than your offerings. That is, once you have paid your tithe, ask yourself how much is it? I have given 800,000 tithe. He says your offerings now over the month should be more than that. <laughs> Is it like Jesus? I said, wow. I never saw it that way. And he said, that is what I do. That is what he does. And he told the people, he said, that is why I'm filthy rich. Yes, he was telling them. That is why I'm filthy rich. And that is why this church is filthy rich. That is what he told them. Is it making sense? So, when you see people succeeding and prospering financially, there are certain right things they are doing, but consistently. Because this man was saying, just in 1997, he only had 50 kwacha, for example, of their country, 50 of their currency, 50. 50 kwacha. Let's say 50. That was the only money he had anywhere in this world. He had no land anywhere in this world. But when he came across the secret of giving, he started practicing it. 
and things began to turn. Today, Lelo. he is huge. He has money. He calls himself filthy rich. Uh, where you have a bank account that is sweating with money. You know, sweating. In your, you, you, your own bank account does not sweat. That's why you are saying, ah, can a bank account sweat? Wait. It will begin to, yours, it will begin to sweat. <laughs> is it making sense? That is why you must not have one account. Some people have got one account. And when the bank closes it because it has been dormant for some time. <laughs> he has no account anywhere. Anyone with dormant accounts. I declare a resurrection. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare resurrection. I said I declare resurrection. I declare resurrection. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to rush. We'll stop here. May we rise on our feet. So tomorrow we'll continue on, 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 on this note. We'll discuss several offerings that we need to give but consistently. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And one of the secrets that you need to embrace is the secret of giving to your man of God. Amen. Amen. I know someone may be saying, Pastor, now you are campaigning for yourself. You are now campaigning for yourself. You can say whatever you want. But I'm telling you. There's a difference between giving to a servant of God and giving generally. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. It is more rewarding to give to a man of God than giving generally. I'm not saying you should give me anything. In Philippians 4, verse 19, you know the passage. The Philippians used to support Paul a lot. And so he declared a blessing upon them. He said, My God shall supply all your need. Yes. It's a special blessing. In Matthew 10, 41. Matthew 10, verse number 41. 
Matthew chapter 10 verse 41. Matthew chapter 10 verse number 41. Give me the verse quickly please. Matthew 10:41. Matthew 10 verse number 41. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. So there are several rewards. If you give a disciple, there is a reward. Yes. But there is a prophet's reward. Yeah. That comes on you. When you give to the man of God, there is a special reward. Remember when the widow of Zarephath gave to Elijah. Yes. The Bible says that the cruise of her oil did not run out. Yes. The basket of her flour did not run out. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Be in the habit of giving to your pastor. It will change a lot of things in your life. It's true. I've seen it in my own life. I've enjoyed favor that many cannot smell. That is why every year there is a seed that we carry from here every year to Dadijio. Regardless of our commitments. I mean, this church has got many commitments. <laughs> Sometimes my people don't even understand me. They say, Pastor, don't you see all these the issues? Suspend everything. Let's get money for the big man. And then the offerings I give to my own spiritual father. Yes. My God. That's where I went on Saturday. I needed to tell you that. And he prayed. I was with my wife. That's why I cannot suffer. It is not possible. Systems will be under pressure for my sake. So please. I'm showing you the right way to go. Don't forget to 
be a blessing to your prophet. And don't wait for his birthday only. That's when uh, the prophet will receive all kinds of gifts. Yeah, it's a good thing to do. But it can be better. Amen. Amen. If you want to rise faster, plant in the lives of men of God. I'm talking about true men of God. True. True. Because some are like deserts. When you plant on the rock, on thorny ground, you know what happened in the parable of the soil. It becomes a problem, another problem. Yes. 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 Is it making sense? Some people have planted seeds not knowing that those seeds were poisons that destroyed their businesses. So we are talking about sowing with sense. Sowing with sense. Sowing with wisdom, my friend. Sowing with sense. Guidance. Guidance. Come on. Sowing with guidance. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. You want to pray? Appreciating God for what you have received. Lift your voice. Thank you, Father. Give God thanks. Give God praise. Give God glory. Thank you, Father. Pray for yourself. Pray for your giving life. Pray around your gifts. Lift your voice. Lord, open my eyes. What sort of seed do you want me to plant? What sort of seed do you want me to plant? Lift your voice. Pray. 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 Somebody celebrate God, give him thanks, give him praise, give him glory, give him honor. Father, we bless you, we love you, we glorify your name. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. You're a good, gracious, compassionate, and holy God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, you are blessed. Amen. Wonderfully blessed. Amen. Gloriously blessed. Amen.
You are blessed in your going out. Amen. You are blessed in your coming in. Amen. You are blessed financially. Amen. May you enjoy financial increase. Amen. Financial multiplication. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. No more financial struggles. Amen. Money is coming to you from every side. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You believe it? Please shout your loudest. Amen. Amen. Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely, Surely goodness and mercy shall, shall follow me all the days, days of my life. And I will dwell in, in the, the house, house of the Lord, Lord forever. Amen. Amen.